here. Welcome to Real WW Talk. It's the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the WW plan. I'm the Aaron part of the trio. And each week we talk about our health journey on WW. Now there is no hiding. There's no trying to make ourselves better than we are. It's just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On today's Real WW Talk, get ready to do an exercise with us. We're going to talk about things that fill us up, food that makes us feel full, exercise that makes us feel great, and things we can do for our mental health and emotional health that leave us happier. Are you ready? Let's talk. Well, hello, hello, hello. What's good? It is Real WW Talk, and I'm Erin. I'm Candice. And I'm Ricky. Ladies, what's happening? (laughs) Oh, man, oh, man. Just another day. Weather's getting cooler. It's going to start getting cooler soon. I mean, I'm claiming it. It was a little, it was warm today, but (laughs) cooler weather is coming. Something Mm -hmm. burst inside of me, and I needed to bake. I don't know what happened, but I rolled out and spent $15 on peaches to make a peach crisp. You guys, it's one of the finest things I've ever made in my life. It was delicious. Do you see how we're all trying to just bring in fall things like making crisps? And I'm talking about it's cooler. We're trying to. I'm, I'm, planning, I'm planning my pumpkin patch trip that I, I plan every year. I started planning in August. It's okay. <laughs> it's still too warm for hoodies, but man, I cannot wait. A hoodie season is right around the corner. Like this was the first step to it. I love it. Tell us about this crisp. What did you put in it? Um, it was amazing. So peaches peeled, tossed it with some coconut sugar, a little bit of gluten-free flour to thicken up the juices, put it in the pan, made a crumble out of oats, some more coconut sugar and some melted vegan butter and a little bit of flour, my gluten-free flour, crumble, crumble, crumble on top, baked it till it was bubbly. Y'all. My favorite is watching Candace right now because she's nodding. But Candace, do you know what coconut sugar is? I certainly don't. But I was trying to think about like, I was like, it sounds like sugar. So sugar is good. Sugar is sweet. Yeah, you could do brown sugar. It's coconut sugar does not taste like coconut, but it's made out of um, uh, like extracted sweetness, juice, whatever from coconut. But it's a low glycemic index. I've done monk fruit, like the monk yes. fruit sweeteners. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So I would assume it's similar in terms of. Um, it has more calories. It acts more like, it acts like a brown sugar. It's got okay. like this caramelizy, you know, when you use a brown sugar, it's got that kind of richness to it. Mm-hmm. That's the same. Where does one find coconut sugar? Everywhere. Really? Everywhere. It's in the regular grocery store. Yeah. I, I procure this Walmart. by just going to the place and saying, give me coconut sugar. You just go walk. <laughs> you just go look where they have the sugars. Go where they got the sugars. Go where they got the good sugar, the white sugar. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see white sugar, brown sugar, dark brown sugar, and then boop, boop, coconut sugar. I think all I have in my mind is what is it? Domino, like the yellow and white packets just lining the aisle. That's all I see in my head. I can honestly say I've never heard of this. Yeah. Never. Oh yeah. And especially if you are insulin resistant or diabetic and you don't want to do, um, if you don't want to do something like a Splenda or something, cause you're concerned about the chemicals, coconut sugar is a nice hybrid because it gives you, it's, 
it is, I mean, it's sugar, um, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have the same glycemic index, which means it's not going to hit your blood sugar as fast and give you that, give you that spike. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my mom's a type two diabetic and we'll use coconut sugar and a lot of different things because it's, uh, it's a little bit gentler for her on her, on her blood sugar. I will use this when I make this recipe for my husband, David, for his birthday. I wanted to find some, I was going to use monk fruit only because that's been my big thing now. I'm like, it makes me feel like I'm a big time cook when I say just a little monk fruit. <laughs> a long way, but now I can say coconut sugar. So. Yeah, I love. Oh, awesome. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Well, then, Erin, um, how was your week? How did your uh, week go then? Um, I would say that still challenging. Um, not much has changed from our conversation from last week. Um, a little bit better. Um, one of the things that just kind of kept coming to my mind was things that I have been doing differently, like what have I done differently um, that maybe is allowing me to feel the way that I'm feeling. And so going back and reevaluating some things, one of those things is I stopped taking some of certain vitamins and I'm like, okay, well, let's go start taking those vitamins back again. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at some of my gluten-free bread. So I have hypothyroidism. You shouldn't eat any soy with hypothyroidism. It actually can, it slows your thyroid down. And I discovered a bread that I've pretty much been eating daily since June has soy protein mm-hmm. in it and just, I, I mean, didn't notice it. And I'm like, okay, could be that I, it's when my thyroid is out of whack, it actually affects me first within the serotonin. Um, so I was like, okay, that could be part of it. And so I've just kind of peeled a lot of things back to basics and, uh, feet first and your head will follow, right? Isn't that what our old coach Heather said to us? And so mm-hmm. there's some things that I've been trying to do feet first. Um, I don't feel like doing them, but I'm going to do them because I know it's the right thing to do. Um, so a little bit better of a space than I was the last time. I mean, enough, let's put it this way that I actually made basmati rice today and mm-hmm. I made chicken shawarma. So I, and that's just, it sounds, (laughs) it sounds like a deal, but basically what I did was took chicken breast and used shawarma seasoning, covered it, let it marinate for a little bit and some lemon juice, olive oil and the shawarma seasoning, and then baked it. I'm not going to feel like a loser that even with you feeling just slightly better, you made a crisp (laughs) and homemade basmati rice. I warmed up some chicken and I don't really feel really bad. So I'm not jealous at all. I I heated up some dumplings in the pan today. That that was what I did. Between you and me, we almost have a meal. She made like dessert appetizers and a side, but that's okay. <laughs> well, I appreciate the baby. I'm proud of you for your baby steps and the fact that you were deliberate. <laughs> it sounds like you're 100% better. You may not know it yet. No, I'm not 100% better. But let me tell you though, making chicken was like a big thing for me today. Like making chicken, chicken, slicing it, putting it in the container so I could make myself a bowl. Like... Yeah. That was that was a step of at least having some good whole foods yeah. in the house to do things with. So. Which is important because that helps you. That does that's a piece of helping you to feel better too, is mm-hmm. having some quality food in the house that you're excited about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Candace, how'd you do this week? Cause you had chemo on Friday. You're coming chemo on Friday, chemo Fridays. Uh did well. I am I love that when you say chemo, chemo Fridays. <laughs> you gotta do what you get to do to make this like an exciting thing because it really is like not. Like, after work special there, <laughs> drinks on the house, fasting Thursdays, chemo Friday. You know, it's like, um, 
It was great. Uh, my steroids are out of my body. I lost four pounds from the steroids getting out. I mean, you know, <laughs> the things that I choose to celebrate that you never would have thought I'd come out of my mouth last year. But um, I've been doing really well. I've been going for a lot of walks, and that's just been lovely. Um, I really have been enjoying getting out and getting um, some new scenery. I've been trying some new trails. And, uh, you know, meeting with some new friends and that's been fun. That's been fun. So I have nothing to, there's nothing Did you new. say meeting with new friends? Are you replacing us? <laughs> I mean, you know, some of these new friends, <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, like I said, unless I get some new recipes from you to bring over once you're feeling a hundred percent better, you know, I got to find something to do, but I have been finding I, nature has been very, very helpful during this time. Like just getting you know, because I used to be one that was just a, a creature of habit and just walked in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And that can get very, very boring. And mm-hmm. I said, I need to explore the areas around me and really take advantage of all that the DC, Maryland, Virginia area has to offer. There's beautiful places to walk and to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it makes me feel better because sometimes I am tired just a little, you know, from the chemo, but the exercise really does give me that push. So you know they call Maryland America in miniature. Huh? Yeah. And I so I've heard that before. Yes. Yes. Because we have the city, we mm-hmm. have the mountains. If you go mm-hmm. out to Western Maryland, mm-hmm. we have the ocean. You go down towards Ocean City, and and we also have the farmlands that are mm-hmm. over on the eastern shore. So it's a little bit of everything in one at one place, and tons of history. Mm-hmm. So if anybody ever wants to visit Maryland, you just let us know, and we can point you in the right directions. But it yeah. is a great place to vacation because there's so many different things that you can see and do, uh, especially the proximity to DC, a lot of great walking between both spaces. So sometimes we take it for granted that we're here and don't <clears throat> go out to do those things. So that's why yeah. I'm being very intentional about, about getting out and seeing new things. So yay. That's yeah. A win. yeah. Awesome. What about Ricky? you, Ricky? So I had a good week. Um, it, it was a long time. defines a good week. Well, so I made it through the first week of school. I survived. That's a good week. Um, and the children life. made it too. The children made it. <laughs> they they're all um, well, and they all made it home. On some of them on the wrong buses, but they eventually made it home. <laughs> Uh, they, you know, first week, there's always something a kid says, I'm a bus rider, you know, there's, there's cool stuff that happens and, and stress as adults kind of dealing with it. But um, I made it and I was down a, a 0.6. Um, and I was happy with that. Um, just getting back into the routine. Um, I also started meal prepping today. I was thankful for the holiday to rest, but also I prioritized meal prep. I did you know, really simple things last week. I I often want to just make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich because it's like, if I don't have to go to the lounge and wait 10 minutes for a microwave and then walk back to my office and do all that, like it's kind of nice, uh, saves me some time. But at the same time, I don't want to get in a rut and I could save a few points by making something that has brown rice in it. And, you know, the dumplings that I like from a Trader Joe's or from, they actually have similar ones at Costco and they're three points. So I could, and I put veggies in it and mixed it all together. And it's, you know, a 
three-point meal um, and it's filling. So I did that today and to prep for the next week. So I'm including that and having a good week because I, I really have to prioritize that now that things are busy again with the season. Mm-hmm. That's no great. I was going to say that sounds amazing. That's so great. Yeah. Meal prep is so important. I mean, that's what we've kind of talked about is when you're thinking about not only getting out of a rut, you know, mm-hmm. and but wanting to to make things that you know that you like. And you've talked about those wontons or those wrappers before. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. it's hard to kind of implement. You know, it's one thing to say, I'm going to make this stuff. Or mm-hmm. Aaron, even when you made, you were talking about all the stuff that you made going from thinking about it and this could be good to do to actually doing it sometimes mm-hmm. seems so difficult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And uh-huh. it sat and honestly sat in my freezer for a while. It's been in there for a while and it can go in the microwave, but it's better when it's pan seared and taking the time to pan sear it is probably what caught me up. Um, knowing that I didn't necessarily want to microwave it. And it sounds so silly because it's very easy. The ja- the rice is um, Trader Joe's has brown rice and packets. Frozen, yeah, frozen, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I got a packet of Asian vegetables um, that was also frozen, microwavable. So it was very easy, and it's um, something that I think I overlook sometimes in my freezer. But I do; it's a basic for me that I enjoy. Uh, Ricky, you said something that I thought um, would be good for us maybe to pivot and come back to. And she said, because you said, because it filled me up. Mm-hmm. And so that made me think about as we're even approaching this new season and I'm hearing us all sound excited today about things that we're cooking, you know, whether it's, you know, it's a small step forward is what are the things that are filling us up. One, not only just food, like what is the food that we're eating that fills us up that maybe we could share? Um, But what's some exercise? What are things that we do that fill us up within the exercise routine? And then I'm looking over at my notes right here that I was jotting down. And then just even emotionally, some things that we can do that fill us up, right? Because we've got the, we've got the multiple pillars from WW. It's not just about the weight loss. It's not just about the food. It's all of these things that make up um, a, a healthy and whole, whole person. So take your pick, which do you guys want to talk about first filling up exercise, food, or emotion? So we keep going with food since we already started with that. Okay. Food. Yeah. What are you guys eating right now? that is filling you up? I don't know if it's something specific, but I really have been focused on protein in general. <laughs> like mm-hmm. just, I mean, I wasn't one, I, I have always been a very carb, heavy carb lover. Um, and for a long time, most of my points were dedicated to carbs and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not at all saying that I've become like a, <laughs> only keto, I'm only eating, you know, this, 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 but I have found that different types of protein has really been wonderful in terms of making me feel fuller and keeping my blood sugars kind of where they need to be and stable throughout the day. So I've been having a lot of veggie scrambles in the morning where I take, you know, my eggs and some eggs and some cheese and sometimes some like the shredded hash browns and mix it all together. Uh, that's been something that's been very filling for me mm. and cutting up boneless, skinless chicken breasts and maybe putting a little barbecue sauce or something like that. My husband grilled yesterday and that was something that he put on the grill that I can use in different dishes. So, mm. uh, 
trying to find that versatility, Aaron, you had talked about it a few Mm -hmm. weeks ago about making some like staple protein things that can be used in different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, That's been my life right now because it's easy, it's quick, and I can change the flavors. And I'm I'm, I'm loving my chicken breast. And it sounds like such a diet food. It's, you know, because when you think of, you think of boiled chicken breast, though, like with no flavor and like Mm -hmm. steamed broccoli, but um, grilling like mm-hmm. chicken breasts and different different proteins has really been helpful. How what have you been mixing your chicken breasts with? Um, I actually have been putting it on a field of greens, like to get like I'll cut up some romaine, some different lettuce or kale, and add different add some a hard boiled egg or different you know just all of that together. It's a way to get my my veggie points because I'm all about seeing the thing go up and give me the plus one for a cup. So I'm like, can I put in two cups of vegetables? So I'll put it over some greens and add in like a a, a dressing that I like, and that's making it into a salad. What kind of dressing? I like balsamic, like a balsamic vinaigrette. Um, I actually can make it at home myself because I have like the balsamic vinegar, and then I have a little bit of olive oil. Sometimes I'll mix it together. So. Something yeah. like that. What about yeah. you guys? What about you? Ricky? Um, so for me, I agree with the chicken. Um, I haven't done this in a while, but putting chicken in the crock pot and just letting it sit either with, you know, some seasonings and some chicken broth or throwing some salsa in there and taco seasoning and being able to use it as, you know, a taco bowl or add it to tacos to make you know, chicken tacos or whatever it is, quesadilla, um, that versatility there is really helpful. Um, Also with brown rice being free, um, I think I did over in the beginning, not overdo it in a bad way, but I think I did get tired of it a little bit. So now I'm rediscovering it and and, um, bringing it back a little bit more because, you know, having a cup of brown rice for zero points is just, for me, that's what I, that's how mine is set to. And it's just very useful because it can also be very versatile. Um, also, one of my favorite finds is they have turkey jerky at uh, Trader Joe's. And it's a nice little protein, low carb kind of thing that I've been putting in my lunch. And, I, you know, when I'm hungry and, and at my desk, I find that I, if I'm sitting at my desk working, I tend to want to <laughs> mindlessly eat. Um, so either doing that or just having some gum when I know I'm not hungry, um, just chewing some gum, drinking some water um, have been helpful for me. Mm-hmm. So is the turkey jerky like Slim Jim? That's all, that's all I have in my mind. Remember the Macho bit. Man, Randy Savage? And- <laughs> Slim Jim. It's a little bit. They have those. But the Trader Joe's brand, it's like smaller little pieces, like about this size, like okay. um size of <laughs> the only thing I can think of looking at is an Oreo for those of you guys who are listening, but like, <laughs> I know, like, I can't think of anything healthier, maybe a tangerine or Clementine, like that side, there are pieces um, about They're that. Basically about two inches in height. Okay. There you go. How Thank about you. that? Yes, that works. <laughs> um, so the bag is filled with those little pieces and um, that, and then also like cashews, things like that. Um, good mixture to throw in my lunch for, a snack um, that kind of adds to, you know, to filling me out for the day. Mm-hmm. I've um, got a couple of things. And I guess today's just the theme of is chicken. Chicken is our thing. Um, I, you know, I made my chicken shawarma bowl and that is lit. It was literally chicken breasts. I grated a garlic clove, 
juice of half a lemon, about two tablespoons of olive oil, a tablespoon of water, and then a tablespoon of shawarma seasoning that McCormick's makes. And then just mix it all up and let it marinate overnight. And then I baked it and then just chopped it up mm-hmm. and then put it, have it with the basmati rice and then um, uh, some cucumbers and some sliced cherry tomatoes. So for yeah. those who aren't familiar with like the, sh- the taste of shawarm, like the shawarma taste, what is, what is yeah. it? So it's a middle, it's a middle Eastern spice. that has a little bit of kick to it. It's I think warm. It's warm and it has some cumin uh, some cardamom, some cinnamon, uh, some coriander. Mm-hmm. It's just a little bit of a different, it's a different type of mix. It reminds me, if you guys, did you guys ever make my cinnamon chicken mm-hmm. recipe? Mm-hmm. Okay. If you I like, do. okay. If you like the cinnamon chicken recipe, which is in the slow cooker, I'll have to put the recipe up for everyone. Cause it's just, it's carrots, tomato sauce, coconut milk, and cinnamon mm-hmm. and chicken. And you put it in the crock pot and it's like the most simple recipe. It's not my recipe. I got it from a, from a food blogger. So I'll link to it, but that is come winter time, fall time. That's a stupid, mm-hmm. easy recipe. That's cheap and yummy. I remember years <laughs> ago when I joined the center again, again, um, that that was one of the things that you, that you were talking about. And I, I remember making it because I was like, let me try that. It is really good. The cinnamon, chicken, good. Is really good. The cinnamon chicken is good. Um, the other thing that I've been making, I, I love Chick-fil-A's grilled nuggets and I found a copycat recipe on Pinterest. So I've been making the grilled nuggets recipe and then we've got the Chick-fil-A squeeze bottle of the Chick-fil-A sauce. Mm. So I've been having that and then uh, carrot chips, my vacation carrots with it. Cause I've been trying to make sure that I'm having a vegetable with every, every meal And so between that, that actually really fills me up surprisingly. And it also kind of hits that, you know, it hits that button for, I want like that fast food type of flavor type Mm -hmm. of thing. Um, Yeah. You know what I wanted to try that it just came to mind when you were talking another recipe that was a big type, big favorite, and it's good with veggies and with protein is your egg roll in a bowl. Oh yeah. That's something I haven't made in a while, but same. Yeah. I said, cause I think it's literally, you can either use ground chicken or ground Ground beef, ground ground turkey, ground pork, or even sliced chicken. But then you use the, the mix, the cabbage mix. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, but it's, it was, it's, I think it had, what else does it have? Soy sauce. So it's a, an onion uh, that you slice really thinly a package, a 16 ounce package of coleslaw mix and you saute it, let it wilt down and pull that out of the pan and then saute a pound of your ground meat. And then you add the slaw mix back to it once that's browned. Mm -hmm. And then you add in, I think it's a tablespoon of toasted sesame oil, Mm -hmm. uh, Two, two or three tablespoons of soy sauce, and I use tamari, so it's gluten-free. Mm-hmm. And then uh, scallions, a bunch of, uh, literally a whole bunch of scallions that you've sliced up, and then you just toss it in yeah. at the very end. And then you can adjust the, the sesame oil and the, uh, oh, garlic, too. Two cloves of grated garlic. And I know it sounds crazy, but I, I to add extra protein, I always, I would scramble an egg. 
crazy at all. Yeah. No, that sounds yummy. Oh my gosh. I, you know what? That's what I'm going to make this week. So I was like, you know what? I haven't had egg roll in a bowl in a while. Yeah. I'm going to put well, that know, on my list for next week. Even doing like a fried rice yeah. is a super simple thing. If you use, I mean, it, you obviously can make the rice, but like Ricky, um, mm-hmm. the Trader Joe's brown rice, mm-hmm. that's frozen rice, cauliflower mm-hmm. rice, yeah. an egg. Um, you know, you can do a package of vegetables from the frozen section yeah, and then a little bit of soy sauce, sesame oil, a little bit of grated garlic, man, you're, you're in business. That's a pretty easy filling meal. And Trader Joe's has a really great, uh, cauliflower fried rice. It's already done. doesn't have egg in it, but it has the peas and carrots and like vegetables and it has a seasoning in it. It's very good. You have to get used to it being the watery consistency that cauliflower rice can be versus mm-hmm. regular rice, but it has a nice flavor to it. Okay. Yum. Um, well, those are all some really good things that fill us up. I'll add one other thing too for me is melon. Uh, melons right now. I got from Wegmans. It's called a, oh, dang. It's a cross between a, it's a golden dew. Orange dew, orange dew. It's an orange mm. dew. It's a cross between a honeydew and like a cantaloupe. Okay. It leans a little bit more flavor to the cantaloupe side, but it's got a little bit more texture of the honeydew. It's very good. Okay. But I find that when I eat melon, melon fills me up. Mm. As opposed to some other fruits. Mm. So mm, put that out there. Um, okay. What fills you up exercise? What do you do in exercise that fills your tank, that makes you feel good when you do it? You know, I already started with my, my, my walking makes me feel really good. Um, but I also have been adding in the strength training recently. Uh-huh. And not, it, I, it's something that I've avoided I re- because I still can't get past that stigma that, and I know I have to, that strength training makes you gain weight or that it's not, Mm -hmm. I I know it's not true. I know it, but it, it's hard to to pass it and to say, this is for my health now. And this is something Mm -hmm. that is necessary for me to have overall fitness that has nothing to do with the scale, but I recently been incorporating it into my workouts and I do feel better and feel stronger when I do. I've had the muscle fatigue and had to, you know, to, to work on my form and to make sure I'm doing everything right. But I'm looking forward to that as a new challenge. So that's been filling my tank recently because it's new and it's not the run of the mill, just straight cardio that I'm used to doing as a part of my workout. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Ricky, how about you? Um, I For me, it's still the bike. I love doing the classes. I don't do them at the same frequency that I think I did when I first got the bike. But I, whenever I take it, I never regret getting on the bike and taking a class. And there's so many different options. Like, you know, the instructor classes are great because they always have something uplifting to say. And then I get off and I feel just so good about what I've done. Um, But then they have scenic routes that I can do and I can put in my own music and just, you know, I I always am smiling when I get off the bike, Um, whether it's one, you know, one of the instructor like classes or just something that I do at my own pace. Um, I really do enjoy that. I also used to love dance classes and I, I haven't done that in a long time, 
but um, that's something that used to really give me like joy after doing it. Um, and I, I wouldn't always care as much, you know, I, I am not incredibly coordinated. Um, so it wasn't, I don't think it was, nobody was scouting me or anything, <laughs> but it was just fun to like do Zumba or there was a class at my old gym that I used to love that was kind of a dance cardio mixed class. And, and that just excitement of dancing, like nobody's watching, <laughs> this is, is a lot of fun. So you're talking about it as if it was in the past. Mm-hmm. Is it something that you're currently doing now? Or is it something that as you think about, like this was a thing that filled me up. I mm-hmm. should be doing this again. Yeah, I, I think it's something I should do more of. I um, Unfortunately, when I did it at home, I had DVDs and I do not have a DVD player anymore. I kept the DVDs, don't have the DVD player. And they used to have them for free on Amazon. They took them off. Some of the Zumba ones that I love. So I don't have access to them like I used to, but um, I'll have to look into if there's a digital copy I can find somewhere else or maybe invest in a <laughs> old school DVD player. I can't believe that's old school now, mm-hmm. but um, there I'm, I know there are classes and gyms too, but I, you know, have my Peloton membership. So I prefer something that's, you know, not as expensive. And if you do, don't you have a, I, I think you have a smart TV, but you mm-hmm. know, the, like you said, with YouTube in different yes. places, there's tons of free content that I've been able to see, like okay. with dancing and things that you could try. Yeah. Um, that's always, always fun. Cause I felt the same way about step aerobics. That was my fun. And then I no longer am at the gym that I was at before mm. where I used to do it, but I have the board here at home, you know, okay. and they have, they have free classes on YouTube, you know, okay. you just kind of Google it or YouTube it and you can see what they have. Mm-hmm. So I do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, right, you both of you do Peloton. Are there, I'm just thinking about maybe somebody who is new to Peloton or um, is currently doing Peloton, but wants to switch it up. Do you guys have a favorite, favorite instructor or a favorite ride that you enjoy doing that fills you up? Ricky, go first. I have to, I have, so I have like 10. <laughs> so Tunde is amazing. She um, is very and encouraging. What's name again? Tunde, T-U-N-D-E. She also is known for her arm classes and there's arm, Tunde's arm challenges. So there's a lot of people who will take these 10 minute classes and stack them and do, or do one a day. And um, they'll show you their arms before. And then like a month later what their arms look like. So there there's Tunde. I love Robin Arzon, who is um, that one of the, I think one of the founding members of Peloton and she's like an ultra marathoner, just very encouraging um, and she's a cycling instructor. Um, and Just Sims is another one that I really enjoy. They have boot camps. So I would en- highly encourage uh, someone who's new to try that too, because it's a mixture of um, the bike or the tread and strength training. Um, so those are just a few of my favorites. And the last thing I'll say is they have a lot of um, specific interest rides. So they have Broadway rides. If you like musicals, there's a Hamilton ride, there's an Encanto ride. Um, it, there's different, like there was a Green Day one I saw the other day. So there's there's something for everybody. And and uh, just all the names that she said, uh, the only two I would add is Matt Wilpers is a really good instructor for those who are really focused on form. You know, he's a wonderful teacher. For those who may not understand cycling and the basics and how to do it effectively. Um, but also, uh, if you're just looking for 
a relaxing time and a lot of fun. I'm a fan of Cody. He's relaxing. Because <laughs> make you laugh the whole time. Because he, he's cracking jokes. And sometimes you're having enough going on in your life that you don't want someone who's just being like, come on, let's go. He's like, I don't like chicken. And why does chicken taste like that? Like, I mean, he's, <laughs> it's very <laughs> much, very similar to my personality when you just need a carefree ride. Yeah. Um, and sometimes that's, that's what you need. But also, uh, there's some other instructors. I don't have their names, but I would encourage people to look not just with Peloton, but with anything with like the meditation app, like yoga, the things that are not just bike related, because I think that's what makes the experience a little different mm-hmm. uh, is the fact that you can focus on different a- areas to structure like strength training and um, meditation, relaxation. They even have Pilates, running. Yeah. Pilates and, and bar. They added a little bit ago. But Aaron, because you don't have a Peloton, uh, you have a Pelotom and you have some other things and you're a walker. What are some of the things that fill your tank? Well, the walking definitely fills my tank. Um, And as I was trying to like assess and like, why does it fill my tank is I just love for me, it's that alone time and it's just the opportunity for me to get out and either walk out frustration or walk into some different thoughts. It's just a really good space for, for my brain. And then there is also, it can be the physical challenge. If I decide a day to switch up my walking route and go all the way up hills. Like I, I love that, you know, challenge that it poses, but it's funny, like a long time ago, the idea of actually just doing a walk would have been like, I'm cheating the program or I'm not doing enough. I had to be running. I had to be doing all these other things. And I don't have to do that mm-hmm. is where I've come to the place now. So I don't have to do that. I love doing this and it makes me, it makes me really happy to do it. And the other thing too, is I like wearing my exercise clothes. I finally um, went through all my exercise clothes and I decided to get, spend a little bit of money, get the ones that I want to make me feel good about myself. Um, my pants that have pockets, no more pants without pockets, forget them. They're gone. See you later. <laughs> I'm not putting up with you anymore. <laughs> and um, getting the time. So like when I go for a walk, like I feel good about what I'm wearing. I think it's probably mm-hmm. just a little bit of all of that together. And then something else uh, that does fill my tank that I need to do more of is uh, stretching slash yoga. I realize that I feel really good when I do that mm-hmm. and it helps with the flexibility and mobility and, you know, kind of calming the mind down. And I need, I need to do more of it. That's so why I'm asking myself, like, if it makes me feel this good, then why is it such a hassle for me mm-hmm. to do? Right. I think we don't make time for it. Right. Do you guys find right. that like, I, especially if I'm trying to squeeze something in, in the morning and I say, okay, I have a lot of 30 minutes for this to me, I know stretching is good for me, but it feels like I want to get as many exercise minutes on my activity band. So that if that's 30 minutes instead of 25 and then a five minute stretch, you know, I don't, I, that's what I make time for instead of the stretching. I think it's the minimizing it's saying Mm -hmm. stretching isn't really exercise. Therefore it doesn't count. Mm -hmm. The walking Mm -hmm. is the exercise. The bike is the exercise, but the Mm -hmm. stretching that's just, like you said, that's just a warm up. That doesn't, that doesn't contribute. And it's so false. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so false. I'm not burning enough calories. So therefore it doesn't, it shouldn't, be yeah. something that I put my energy into. Well, and I realize mm-hmm. the other thing too that I do with walking that I don't do with this is that I 
I gear myself up in my head for it. Like I look forward to it. I'm like, okay, not to, I get to go outside and go for my walk. I get to go do this, right? Like I, I build up that anticipation in my mind and I don't do that with this. It's like, oh yeah, I should be doing this. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of comes back to the, the, the discipline and consistency part. Like with walking, it started out with discipline. Like I need to do this every day at this time mm-hmm. where I built in the consistency to like the place where I really enjoy doing it. I need to do the same thing for, for this. And I also wonder if it's similar to what I'm feeling with the strength training, which is as you start to feel results, because you will see results with stretching, like you Mm -hmm. will feel more limber, you know, Mm -hmm. and things might not creak as much as they normally do, you know, (laughs) you know, you're like, Oh, that, that, that wasn't as difficult for me to do with that, that, that stretch right there. That might be the motivation that you need, but until you get there, it's that faking it until you make it and say, this is important. It doesn't matter if I don't think it is. I know that's a flaw in my mindset. This is important. Yep. Well, yeah. there's there's a reason why, you know, I've been to PT a couple of times once because I was having some lower back pain and, and another time because of my feet with plantar fasciitis. And there's a reason why you don't just work on stretches and activities for that body part. You work on it for other surrounding body parts. And, you know, I realized when I did those things that my calves, you know, needed to be stretched more or that, you know, my legs needed to be stretched more or my core needed to be worked on and all of those things surrounding and taking the time to build up those surrounding muscles and stretch those surrounding muscles, help other parts of my body in addition to that part. So Mm -hmm. I think if we can realize that importance, we can just do something that really helps us as a whole to to be stronger and, and more flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, emotionally, what fills you guys up emotionally? What are some things? Are you gratitude journaling or prayer? You know, what, what's happening? Um, I can begin. So um, for me, prayer is important. Um, I attend a church that I really enjoy being a part of and um, just meeting people who are coming in, who are new and greeting people as well as maintaining, you know, friendships with people that I've met there has been um, a part of, of that. Um, my social life, I feel like, is has been an important part of filling me up emotionally and just um, being able to connect with people and, and experience new places, traveling and seeing new cities and exploring museums and, and that kind of thing. But um just being able to to write down my feelings at times too, and um, have have an outlet for for my emotions. Um, and sometimes that might be talking to friends. Um, sometimes it might be talking to God <laughs> in, in expressing how I'm feeling. Um, but for me, it's it's all of those things just being a part of my regular routines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about um, you guys? For me, I've I've said it a lot recently, but meditation has been so, so important because the current journey that I am on causes me to a lot of times want to go too far forward and live in kind of like an anxious place or to be filled with a lot of regret or upsetness about what has happened in the past. And meditation allows me to stay present or helps me focus on staying present and staying centered on what is true and what is real right now. Um, And that's something that I feel has been very beneficial for my mental health because um, it's overwhelming when you have a lot of things going on and you don't know, you you don't have control. And um, 
taking that time, I usually try to start my day with a morning meditation and also end my evening. They have the Peloton does have a sleep meditation that is excellent. And the whole purpose of it is for you to fall asleep. Like it's like they're like, get in bed, lie down, and you should be awake in the morning, like after you finish with this. And so that's been been really, really helpful for me. Um, Mm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, thank you for the tip on that too, because mm-hmm. I know somebody's going to go instantly look that up in their Peloton app. Mm-hmm. And and also, again, I'm keep saying it because everyone doesn't have a Peloton. You can find these things free resources online. Like I keep saying YouTube, but other, you Google it. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of free meditation apps and things that you can find. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have a Peloton membership. Yeah, um, I think for me, I think we're all in the same piece here about prayer, Jesus is hearing for me a lot right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But that is, that is something that fills me up and helps give me perspective on life right now um, and gratitude along with it. um, Because, you know, it's really easy to kind of look through the lens of the things that you don't have and you start to focus on them. And when you take a second to step back and go, okay, here's what I do have. And it kind of starts to change the story and change how you feel about things. Uh, so that's been, that's an important thing for me that fills me up emotionally for sure. Um, Aaron, that's a big one. I'm sorry. It's, no, it's, gratitude is so big. It's mm-hmm. a big one. Well, and WW talks about it all the time, you know, gratitude journaling. They went through that one exercise a couple months ago where it was like five, like five things every day. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Travel is another one. Travel is something that I, that fills me up emotionally. And rather than let it haphazardly happen, I've been really intentional this year about scheduling travel because it's given me something to look forward to. It's given me some new experiences and places to see. And I feel really fulfilled when I get to uh, explore places that I've never been before. There's so much beauty around us, mm-hmm. but we just don't get to experience all of it. And, you know, I was out in Colorado, I saw different blue jays than I've ever seen. Like, it sounds so (laughs) ridiculous, but like even the chipmunks and the squirrels look different. And I was like, so fulfilled seeing these different animals. (laughs) So cool. Um, So yeah, so scheduling travel that, that really fills me up and it gives me something to look forward Mm -hmm. to. And also something to work towards because I want to be able to be healthy, to go explore and do. So it Mm -hmm. kind of, it takes all of my things and wraps it up all into, into one. So I got travel coming up again in November. So I got to, you know, get out of my rut and get up, get to getting. So, (laughs) so it sounds like we need to take a meditative trip that we plan together yeah, for our mental health, mm. while we eat our protein bowls, protein shawarma <laughs> bowls, and <laughs> all all together, I think, and go on walks. All mm. Mm. Western Maryland, let's go to the mountains. In our best place, we'll be our we'll be living our best lives. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm down for it. Let's do it. I'll cook for us. Okay, Aaron. <laughs> now listen, because <laughs> I'm going to write it down, and I will say. The moment you say you're feeling better, I'm going to be like, remember you said you're better. You're going to cook for us. Okay. I'll back you up, Candace. Thank you. Rachel. 
because we're good friends. We will eat your food. <laughs> That's what supportive friends do. Yeah. You didn't offer any peach crisp. So <laughs> I did, but I should bring you little packages on your door because I did make a fairly large one. And so I should and be they have all. coconut sugar. So therefore it's fully okay for me to have it. Exactly. You don't have to worry. Like it's fine. Exactly. Okay. Well, and then speaking of things that also fill us up, I know having great conversations with friends like this is also just being able to carve the time out and have conversation means, means a lot. So thank you ladies very I guess much. I'll keep you guys. <laughs> You won't trade us in for those new friends. No, you're out walking with. I've look. I've committed to WW meetings and been there for years. I'll keep you all around for a few. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. A year left. (laughs) Well, we wish you a great week on plan on your way to your journey, and you know maybe try this as an exercise for yourself. Ask yourself. What fills you up? What exercise fills you up? What foods fill you up and make you feel satiated? And what do you, what things do you do emotionally that make you filled up? All of those go into creating the best version of ourselves possible. And if you're feeling maybe a little bit in the rut, like you, you listened to last week's episode and you're still like me, you're just not quite out there. Maybe try doing these things just to help give yourself a little different perspective, or if you're at a healthy version of yourself, do it anyway, because it's great Mm -hmm. to journal and then look back on and go, oh, hey, yeah, I really do enjoy doing those things. And because of my commitment to my healthier lifestyle, it's helped to make these things possible. And I want to keep doing them. So we wish you a great week and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.